been another Angry Vets broadcast. Check, check it out. Tab Nation, what's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to our first week of fantasy football. I can smell it. It's right here. It's starting Thursday. But let's not cut to the chase just yet. I'm your host, Dove C. Corey, and I have my two co-hosts, Mr. Riley Boyd and Cody Nicholas. What's going on, fellas? What up, what up, what up? Hey, what is going on, everybody? It's good to be back, as always. This first game of the season this Thursday, and we get the Kansas City Chiefs and the Texans, the new and improved Texans. Uh, no D-hop. Do we still see a big scoring game this first week? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on now. With these two offenses? What do you uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Cody. No, go ahead. What you got, Ron? Um, I think this is a for – any, for any value for the Houston Texans uh, going into going to the beginning part of the year, I think this is their make or, make or break right here to, to show prime time that they can come out, produce fantasy-wise. I'm talking about Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller. These are two wide receivers that are in for a make-or-break season, and this is exactly – this is the time against the, the previous Super Bowl winners. This is the time you want to show everybody that you're here to play. Yep. No doubt, man. I'm looking at uh, Will Fuller. I am really high on him. Obviously, there's the injury concerns that I'm worried about, but he added some muscle apparently, and he added a little bit of weight, and that usually helps. Um, and he hasn't lost his speed, so he should have a big season in fantasy. With uh, no D hop there. Uh, Absolutely, I think everyone's excited to see their uh, Clyde Edwards-Helaire draft oh. picks pay off. Hopefully, you know everybody that took him in the first round. I know they're really uh, hoping this kid pays off for him. I sure hope so because he's he's he is cruised up the rankings. He's going like <laughs> mid first round. Some people are taking him at the four or five spot. It's like it's crazy right now. The yeah. hype is unreal for that kid. Man. There's one player that I do we have we've already said his name. There's one player I'm looking out for in this game is Will Fuller, uh the fifth. I I have him in two of my leagues right now. I'm probably if I had the opportunity to, I'm going to draft him in both my leagues tonight. I think the guy is in for a great season. Deshaun Watson said it himself. Now we're gonna have those people out there who'd be like, all right, well, he hasn't stayed healthy. Like when he stays healthy, he's a good player, but that's maybe maybe half the games in the season. He has worked the entire offseason with specific trainers trying to get a better posture uh, when he's playing, how to, how, to, how to actually run with the ball and how to continue to stay healthy throughout the season. So I think he could have a stellar season this year. I like it. I like it. One thing to note um, definitely for this matchup is Houston gave up the fourth most passing yards per game on a per-game per basis last year. So I think this one's going to get out of hand. Um I really think these two – I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if one of these teams puts up a 40-burger in this one. Ooh, a 40-burger. It'd be nice to be. see. It'd be nice to see. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Kansas City putting up 50 on this. Like Exactly. I could see it. Man. Now, I could I could see this happening if Deshaun Watson comes back, back the year uh, before he tore his ACL where he was just on fire. There was nothing stopping this guy. If he is the same Deshaun Watson we saw that year – I think this game could get out of hand, out of hand very, very quick. Do we remember um, last year in the playoffs? <laughs> you, do you remember Thursday? Yeah. Do we remember the first Thursday night football game of last season? 
It was Deshaun Watson in the Superdome versus my Saints, and that was one heck of a game. So we're in for definitely a thriller. 820 on the East Coast. Man, that's a late game on the East Coast. <sighs> Guess I better grab me a bang. <laughs> but, uh, so looking at this Sunday tilt, man, starting September 13th, we get our first full slate of NFL games. All the teams are playing. Uh, we have a doubleheader on the Monday night games. But uh, just looking at these early games on that Sunday night tilt, what are some of these games that uh, you think could also be a, a huge fantasy uh, produce producing game? I already know where Cody's going. <laughs> I already know where Cody's going. Well, you know, obviously, yeah, um, it's going to be hard not to um, – Put my Saints and Bucks in there, <laughs> uh, but that's going to be on the 4:25 slate. If I had to pick from the early slate yeah, on that I... week, um, I would expect the Colts to do some work on the Jacksonville Jaguars in this week. Ooh. And that's an interesting game too because you have Paris Campbell who has not stayed healthy at all as of late, but he is he is fully healthy. He has been practicing. He came back from the concussion protocol. And he's looking good. Apparently, uh, he's going to be matching opposite of T.Y. Hilton. Paris Campbell's a speedy wide receiver. Um, I think if Phillip Rivers can uh, can can gain momentum with Paris Campbell, I feel like he could be a dangerous player in that game. Yeah, Phillip your Colts are going to be plays. Everybody start your Colts this week. And, uh, um, except I don't know about most people. I'm one of those people that drafted Jonathan Taylor. He yeah. will be on my bench this week. He's, Although, not a, he's not a person you want to start right away. He's a guy that has big upside throughout the season. I did see someone who is starting both Mac and Taylor week one, and honestly, I'm not against it. That's that's uh, a risk. That's a risky, a high risk, high reward play right there. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, what point? We're not we're not at that point in the season where you should start two running backs all on the same team. Like I just it's don't. Jacksonville again, the best O line in football, though. I, I get it. I mean, but do we see both players go off against them? Is that what we're saying? We're saying we're going to see Jonathan oh, Taylor's coming out party and Marlon Mack balling? I can see one of them going off and the other one putting up some decent flex numbers, though. Okay. I got it. I got it. So, obviously, you guys are feeling good about that game. Um, the game I'm looking at, Baltimore and Cleveland. Yeah, I was looking at that as well. Oh, oh man. That's going to be a fun game. A lot of big names in that game. Huh? A lot of big names in that game. Uh, We get to see the resurgence of Odell Beckham, who I'm pretty big on. Um, We get to see last year's MVP. Y'all know my boy, Lamar. The stunner Jackson. And we get to see Baker Mayfield, who I'm actually big on, man. Uh, I I feel like he's going to bounce back. I don't know, but I'm hoping he bounces back. He has weapons, but Nick Chubb, baby. Nick Chubb. <laughs> oh man, I don't, I don't know. So there's a lot of things I see in this game as well. I've never been huge on Baker Mayfield ever since last year. Uh, I mean, that's not, that's not a long time. I, I, I could say that, but at the same time, like, <laughs> I, uh, I, I put a lot of stock into Baker Mayfield last year because I honestly thought he was going to come out with a vengeance. The guy was stellar throughout college. He had, a, he had, a, he had a few bumps coming into the NFL, but I thought last year was his year. Disappointed me heavily, and I still don't think he's the guy this year. I he truly some not. promise his rookie year, you know, and uh, um, I, I almost kind of, it's really hard, man, because you almost want to put last season on Freddie Kitchens, but you can't just put it all on Freddie Kitchens because 
Man, Baker they made some horrible plays. Yeah. I agree. That whole team. They came in and they were like, Oh, we're Super Bowl bound, baby. And we yeah. said that before. That Philly team not too long ago when they had all those stunners and you know, you can't do that, man. You can't put a target on your back and you haven't done anything. So this year they're coming in a lot quieter. Um I think we see an improved Baker Mayfield. I don't know how much he improves, but I do feel like he bounces back. But this is definitely a tough game to start the season out with because that Baltimore defense, man, they have they added some pieces over there, as everyone knows. So, <laughs> okay, what do you, what do you, what do you? I know you're big on Chubb, but like, what do you see coming out of the Chubb hunt backfield? Uh, so coming out into this week, man. I, oh, go ahead. You want to hit the first quarter? No, you get it, get it. <sighs> um, I'm definitely seeing Chubb. Chubb's going to have to run his ass off if this offense is going to be successful. Him and Kareem Hunt. Uh, I do feel that Kareem Hunt's going to get more receptions. They're going to move him around, especially in the 20 more, 21-man set where they'll be able to motion him around. The same thing that uh, Deshaun Watson's going to be doing with his running backs down there in Houston, man. I feel like Baker Mayfield is going to control the ball a lot more. They're going to try to establish the run, especially against Baltimore's pass rush, man. They added, uh, they added Calais Campbell. They added pieces in the <laughs> through the draft. So you don't want to get that defense hot. You don't want to let Lamar Jackson get on the field and keep scoring points and you fall behind in that game. So I think they're going to come out and Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are going to have big games. And if they don't, this game is going to get out of hand for uh, for Cleveland easily. Absolutely. And I know this is not to scare anybody that puts stock into Lamar Jackson whatsoever. He's a must start this this uh, every game this season for all I for all I can say. But do you think the Matter Curse is going to catch up with him? I was just talking to Rakeem about that yesterday, man. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I drafted Lamar in one best ball league, and I sort of regretted it because it was one of my bigger uh, my bigger money best ball leagues. But um, everywhere else, I'm avoiding Lamar. Um, I don't like the talk where they're saying they're going to design less runs for him. Um, I, and I don't blame Baltimore for doing that. They established multiple running backs in that backfield for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to throw the ball out quick to Marquise Brown. Marquise Brown been putting on a lot of weight. He's trying to uh, get his body ready for a lot of uh, quicker passes. So um, I don't see Lamar Jackson doing all the uh, doing the Mike Vick this year. He'll do it. He'll do it, but not as much. So I'm not putting as much into him. In fantasy, I don't want anything to happen, but that Madden curse, man, it hit Pat Mahomes last year. He played through it. A little bit. He wobbled. Yeah, he wobbled, but he still won He wibbled and he wobbled, but he didn't fall down. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, so, how do you guys feel about that Madden curse and Lamar? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really like to put a whole lot of, like, thought into that you know what i'm saying if lamar jackson's there in the middle of round three i'm probably gonna take him to be honest with you um i'm not gonna reach for him in round two like i've been seeing him go i i i generally don't even like taking a quarterback in the first five rounds but for a guy like lamar jackson who's got that league winning potential man it's um once you see him get to a certain point it's just like okay this has got to stop what, um, I mean, it show me, Brett ended up getting Lamar Jackson at the end of the third turn of the fourth. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty good for me. And that was really big for him. Mm-hmm. Um, a big pickup. Yeah. Give me that's huge. That was good value for him. So um, we get to see uh, something else on the early games that I wanted to get at. Uh, we get to see Cam Newton 
and Bill Belichick for the first time, man. I'm excited about that. Uh, what do you guys think we'll see from this game? Do we see a two or um, So, actually, no, I think it's going to be a Ryan Fitzpatrick game. Okay. Um, first off. But this is a, a big game for the Patriots, man. Um, they lost that first seed last year because of that loss to Miami in Week 17. Mm-hmm. They're coming in very mad against these Dolphins. And, um, I mean, even though it was Tom Brady and not Cam Newton, you know, he's still the leader of this team, and he's going to pull this team around his back. And they're, they're going to they're not going to let Cam forget about it either from last year. You know, they're going to say, you know, this is what happened, and we want, mm-hmm. we want this game. Um, so I expect, yeah, I expect these Cam Newton-led Patriots to come out on a mission week one. What's up, Riley? How do you feel, bro? I'm interested to see how Cam Newton comes back after uh, after a string of drama that has been going on recently. Not not only with injuries and stuff, but finally getting the get, finally getting a starting position gig, especially with the New England Patriots, who are you know a Tom Brady system. First off, it's it's still a Tom Brady system. That's all Bill Belichick knows at this point for the past 20 years. It's going to be interesting to see how he changes up his game with Cam Newton. What? If he does, about if he does, coaches, if he does you game. know. You know he's been playing Lamar Jackson in the playoffs these last couple of years, thinking, "Man, yeah. I need to get me one of these yeah. guys." What, what, I, what I could do with a guy that could run. <laughs> man, y'all, man, Riley. Look, I, I mean, I've already caught it. I caught it on Scott's podcast. We're about to see MVP Cam this year. I'm mad that Riley got him into the Show Me League, and I'm sort of, I'm sort of messing it up because I, I know you got him, and I'm messing it up because. I'm messing up his trade value when it comes to getting him because I want him. But I really feel like we're getting the MVP cam this year. Bill Belichick is about to adjust. He's about to make some crazy plays. You forgot who their offensive coordinator is. He makes a terrible head coach, but McDaniels is a hell of an uh, offensive coordinator, man. He can call some plays. Man. Can't. It's just going to be interesting because for the past 20 years, like I said, all you know is Tom Brady, a quarterback. That's all you know at that helm. Like, there's nothing you you needed to do to change the change your offensive scheme up at all. Like, OCs came into that position like, oh, my gosh, I have it made. I don't have to do much. We have Tom Brady. But now you're, like, completely switching hands here, and you have a new quarterback coming in that, yes, he is, he is a very high-caliber player. He can run. He can throw. He can pretty much do it all. But – it's going to be interesting to see a Patriots team that has been going, has been doing the same thing for so long and now has to switch it up. I just, I don't know how it's going to play out. I got you. I love it, man. So, so let's hit on, I wanted to I ask you see. something, Riley. What we got to get Riley's that? team, man. That's why, it's yeah, that's why I'm hitting match. on right now. Yeah. Just let me get it. So Riley, I want to get your uh, opinion, man. With the first game of yeah. the season, you guys have those Packers. Yeah. Like, what are we going to see, bro? What are we going to see? It's going to be a run-heavy game for Minnesota. Minnesota's going to keep it on the ground. Um, I see Dalvin Cook having a, a terrific game. Uh, Dalvin Cook's going to come out. He's going to run all, all over Green Bay. The problem is is getting our, our passing game going early. Um, everyone knows, every team in this in this league, everyone outside of this league, every all the spectators, they know that Minnesota's going to come out as a run-first team. That's just how it is, especially with Gary Kubiak finally getting the <laughs> offensive coordinator job. Everyone knows they're coming out with the run. Yeah. So if we really, truly want to win this game, like this is besides fantasy, if we want to real life win this game, we need to get something going on or something going with passing. And um, with Jair Alexander in that backfield, it's going to be hard, but it's what Minnesota needs to do. I see Dalvin Cook having the uh, the, the start of the game here, but um, we'll see. Yo, no ooh, doubt. Ooh. So I wanted to ooh. ask you something, Cody. 
Uh, so we got we have the Minnesota side of the ball. Cody, how do you feel about Aaron Rodgers in this game, fantasy wise? What do you think you see? This is going to be the Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones show. Okay, so no AJ Dillon. Uh, I mean, I, not maybe not week one. I do think they start working Dylan in there, but I think he affects more of a Jamal Williams role than Aaron Jones's role, okay. in my opinion. Um, Aaron Rodgers, people act like he had a really down year, and his draft stock shows from that. But the guy still threw over 4,000 yards at, what, 25 touchdowns? Good numbers. So, I mean... You can't count the guy out ever. Um, if that's an Aaron Rodgers down year, then I'm, I'd am i be more than happy to have him as he's bouncing back. Uh, so this is I, I am really excited to see this matchup for week one. This is They couldn't have scheduled a better, like having the Bears, Lions, and Packers, Vikings, I, I love seeing that week one, seeing these divisional games, man, because these are always grinders for the Packs, Vikings, and Bears, Lions. They, so, these teams play each other so hard. If you want a make-or-break play here, if you want a, a fantastic quarterback option that is very high, it's not even high risk, but it is definitely a high reward if if it goes the way it's supposed to. Minnesota, uh, oldest defensive back is like 23 years old, like their cornerbacks. They are playing with pretty much strictly all rookies besides you know Holton Hill and Mike Hughes, who are both still 23 or younger. So playing against a veteran QB like Aaron Rodgers, a future Hall of Famer, it's going to be interesting to see if Aaron Rodgers can exploit a, a defensive uh, team like that mm-hmm. or defensive backs like that. But Devontae Adams, man, he might be a big player here for Brett. He could, he could he could, come out neat. That's all I'm saying. All right, man, we've seen it before. And well, Go ahead. What you got, Cody? Well, the first time Kirk Cousins uh, played the Packers last year, he threw two interceptions. And then the second time he threw another interception for only 122 yards. So he hasn't been he hasn't been doing too good these last two last two games against the Packers. But we never do de- well against. He's the definitely Packers. gonna be wanting to bounce back on this one. Ooh, and it's in Minnesota, man. You starting the game off at home. You gonna you want to start off on the right foot, especially at home. So can't let Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. He's gonna be the man. Hey, DC man, that's my boy, Florida State. So. I got another great game on the schedule for you guys on the early slate. Um, Cody, I want to get your impression on this one first. Seattle at Atlanta. I've been waiting for this one. Yeah. I cannot wait to see Todd Gurley against his former division rival. (laughs) Oh, man. This team, it's it's just going to be so fun to watch. I, I don't feel like their defensive side of the ball really matches up with their offensive side of the ball, which is why I have them finishing third in their division is talking about Atlanta mm-hmm. but man the offensive weapons the fantasy numbers that this team is going to produce Ooh. I cannot wait to see it this year they're going to throw 650 plus pass attempts and you got Todd Gurley <laughs> getting 250 plus rushes man I love it love it love it and um and their I do see like squeaking out the window I think um, Cody's drooling a little bit <laughs> I invested heavily in their offense this year man I'm drooling too <laughs> this is a big Seattle wide receivers game, in my opinion. Um, I, do, I, they're, I think Atlanta's going to try to run the score up, and Seattle's going to need to pass the ball, and Seattle's going to come out with a fourth quarter win. Ooh, what a game! That's going to be that's going to be a fun game. There's some fun games on the slate this week. What do you think, Riley? Your thoughts on that game? Um, DK Metcalf. 
I think he's going to play tremendously against Atlanta's defense. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the game where DK Metcalf can really truly put himself up as like maybe a top 15, top 10 wide receiver mm-hmm. going into the beginning of the season. The guy's going to put up huge numbers against a, a weak Atlanta defense. But like you guys said, I am still drooling over that Atlanta offense as well. I'm curious to see how Todd Gurley does coming out of the coming out of the gate, um, especially with all of his injuries in the past. You never know if he's really truly 100% because he said he has been in the past and he comes out in the game and he's not. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, if Atlanta can pull through on the, on their expected numbers this year. Yeah. Um, you guys hit the nail on the head, man. This game is about to be crazy. The scores, <laughs> bro. I am so excited for fantasy numbers in that game. I don't have hardly any investment on the Seahawks side of the ball. But the reason is just – only person I really wanted was DK, and Riley was hitting on DK too. I lo- I love DK this year. Yep. But I just it's so many like Tyler Lockett. You know he has so many soft tissue injuries, and when he's there he's playing well. But when he's not there, he's not there for like weeks. <laughs> it's not like just one yeah. game. He's not there for a while. And even and- when he's there, he's still like a decoy. What are you saying, Riley? There's one player on the Seattle offense that is very underappreciated, and that's Chris Carson. Oh, easily. That guy that guy puts a lot of his blood, sweat, and tears in this game, and he puts up great fantasy numbers as well. You can get him in like the fourth, fifth round in the fantasy drafts, and that's still, in my opinion, a steal. I feel like Chris Carson is going to go off this year. He's a fantastic running back, especially he fits the Seattle uh, running game scheme very well. So I feel like Chris, <laughs> Chris Carson is going to come out here and he's going to eat. I don't I don't want any naysayers about it. He is too underappreciated in fantasy football, in my opinion. He runs so freaking angry. I would like to see him catch the ball more this year, and then he'll be he'll be a stud in fantasy. Yeah. Um, let's hit a couple more games. We're at uh, and then uh, we'll wrap it up for uh, this week. Um, so another big game on the slate. Uh, well, I wouldn't say really big. But we're going to get to see the first look at Teddy Bridgewater. And he, I hope he tears those damn Las Vegas <laughs> Raiders up, man. Just because it's the Raiders. I don't care who it was. Um, I, but uh, how do you guys feel about that game? Well, Carolina's got 10. I think believe they're turning over 10 players on defense. So that's a big, big oof. Yeah. Um, anytime anymore. you turn over 10 players on your starters on defense and – spend the amount of draft picks they did on defense, you're, I mean, it's kind of looking like a rebuild. Um, week one, it's going to be tough. Uh, the It's in their favor that it's home. It's too bad that there's no fans, so I feel like it kind of cancels out that home field advantage a little bit. The only part on home field advantage you really get is the fact that the other team has to travel. Um, I, I, I've... I think the Raiders are going to be coming back this year, to be honest with you, brother, where the Panthers oh, are trying to... Heart, don't say it. Don't say it. I think the Raiders can squeak this one out. <sighs> and we get to see... I know everybody wants to see Henry Ruggs. Yeah, they're about to show off their new toy against Carolina. <laughs> I definitely... I feel like if... For all our daily fantasy players... I don't play much daily, but if I was a daily fantasy player, I would definitely try to get Henry Ruggs in a couple lineups because I feel like yeah. they're going to try to force feed him the ball. Uh, and uh, your boy that you've been uh, talking up a lot, man, what's his name again? Brian Edwards. Brian Edwards. Brian Edwards, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, this kid, you're not going to be able to get him out the waiver wire after a couple weeks. But if you stash him now and you know what you have. Hey, Riley, how you feel about it, bro? Ah. Uh... 
man. Ah, <laughs> oh, the long <laughs> See, we're talking about the wide receivers for the, the Raiders, Brian Edwards and, and Henry Ruggs, and I like them. Don't get me wrong. I feel like the fast game is going to do well against Carolina. But I am curious to see how Josh Jacobs opens up the season. He, in my opinion, is I think he's going to do very well. I think he's going to do well against the Carolina run defense. Uh, Carolina's run defense was average last year at best. Um, and I feel like Josh Jacobs, Josh Jacobs could come out and exploit that and show that he's worth uh, end of the first, early second round pick in fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the thing, though, is that I'm not huge on Josh Jacobs. I mean, if he was sitting there at the end of the second, I'd pick him. But I'm not picking him for yep. round. I'm not picking him early second. I wouldn't even um, yeah, so <laughs> that's, no, that's what I'm saying though. But in most drafts, I see him. I see him going late first, early second. Um, but if this is really his chance to prove it uh, against a average Carolina run defense, I feel like Josh Jacobs can come out and show who he really is. If he can't, then I'm glad I didn't take him. <laughs> True that. <laughs> that's all there is to it. True that, man. So last game on the slate that we're going to talk about. And I've been saving this one for a reason, man. We have to talk about Cody's other team, the home team. Oh, man. I don't see – the reason I sort of saved it for last, I don't see much fantasy coming out of this. I don't – besides on one side of the ball. Let's see how you feel. Um, Detroit going against Chicago, brother. What's good? See, personally um... – these two teams, they they like I said, with with that Green Bay, this division loves to play each other hard, man. Um, Detroit's got a new back in DeAndre Swift. I don't expect them to get him going week one. Yeah, he'll probably work him in a little bit with Carryon, but Carryon's going to get the most of the load. Uh, I wouldn't be super excited about Detroit running backs week one, but on the flip side, Matthew Stafford was playing some crazy lights out football last season before he got injured and went out for the year. I do like some Kenny Galladay, obviously, and maybe some Marvin Jones in this game. Um, Allen Robinson always is a stud. You got you guys, I, even though it was kind of disappointing to hear Mitch Trubisky got that nod over there in Chicago, I was kind of surprised to hear that. Uh, but, yeah, Detroit's going to take this one. I, I completely agree here. I do. I mean, I don't like uh, – none of these fantasy options are ideal to me besides Kenny Galladay, as you said. Kenny, Do- Kenny Galladay is going to have a game. Uh, he'll probably be the uh, the outstanding performer this this week for Detroit. Um, as far as Allen Robinson, I like Allen Robinson. Don't get me wrong. I, I, have, um, I have stock in him as well. But seeing Mitch Trubisky start, I if you have any other options – I would say sit Allen Robinson. Whoa! <laughs> in my in my personal opinion, that's just that's he's just he's still me. like top twelve hour receiver with Mitch. Don't, yeah, hey, don't get me wrong, but he still has his off games, and this is a divisional matchup. Divisional yeah. matchups, are, you can never predict these. Doesn't yeah, um, especially a rookie quarterback. Yes, I was going to say this is yeah. the debut of Jeffrey Okuda. Yeah, he's and we don't know him. exactly, so we don't know. Has, um, he, has he been looking bad in count or? I can't remember. I know it's one rookie that's been looking pretty bad. And I want to say it was a Cuda, but mm-hmm. it, I might not be right. Have, well, have you been hearing the opposite, Cody? Have you been hearing anything up there? Not too much, man. Not too much, to be honest with you. I, I It's kind of depressing because I usually always go up to the training camp every year. And this year, obviously, that gotcha. can happen. Yeah, with the Corona. Uh, but, see, again, that's, that's my prediction is I don't think – if you have any other option at receiver, like if you have, you know, your Jamison Crowder, who's not a – 
not mm-hmm. a, a an eye looker, but he's still a wide receiver one that could put up numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, in in his in his situation, um, I don't like Allen Robinson just because I don't like uh, Mr. Bisky. <laughs> Mr. Bisky is not a good quarterback whatsoever. Um, so, like I said, I feel like the only the only fantasy the only good fantasy outlook you're you're coming out of this game is with the uh, Detroit wide receivers. That's all I can see. All right. Man, man, oh man. There's actually one more question I had for you guys. What's up, man? Um, how about this Arizona San Francisco divisional matchup week one, bro? This one's got me excited. <laughs> oh man. This, this is gonna tough. be a crazy one. Come on. This one's, this one's tough because Kyler Murray's is is supposed to uh, supposed to do very great this year. I mean, he has DeAndre Hopkins now in his in his uh, weapons of uh, his repertoire. He, Kenyon Drake's going to come out. He's supposed to have a great season, but it's tough against the San Francisco defense like this. I'm curious to see oh, yeah. if 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 they have the balls to you know come out and start making big plays right off the rip, right right off the rip. Just show up to punch him in the mouth. Um, if they do that, I feel like the, the game's going to have a different outlook. But if they start playing conservative. The San Francisco defense is just going to eat him up. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, I like it. I that like front it. seven. I, I know a lot of people are interested in seeing DeAndre Hopkins in this new Arizona Cardinals offense. Um, that front seven for the 49ers, man. They're going to be heavy. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. That's, that's, very... that's a heavy task to start off with Kyler Murray, bro. Yeah, 49ers? Bro. Yeah, big time. And, big time. And then you I'm got very Richard interested Sturman. to see if Isaiah Simmons <laughs> is covering George Kittle. In this one, like why? Why else do you draft Isaiah Simmons besides to cover George Kittle, spy Russell Wilson, and you know what I'm saying? Like he's perfect for that division for the things he can do. Mm-hmm. Too early, we'll see, man. So with that being said, man, we're gonna wrap this cast up, guys. This first week is gonna be great for fantasy output, guys. Get your starters in. We'll be casting all week. We're going to get to uh, these later games. I know we jumped into it a little bit, but we'll be getting to these later games later on this week, probably Tuesday or uh, actually next Saturday. We'll get into these later games, guys. So stay tuned. We'll be doing this every Tuesday and Saturday, and then we'll be doing our start sits on Sunday. So stay tuned. Stay with us and be on the lookout. We have some good announcements. Good to be back. As always, salute to our troops and salute to everyone out there. Stay real. Stay love. Stay humble. Yep.